Hey, it's Vanessa and warmest welcome to Check the Energy. This is a podcast that is all about looking at life through the lens of energy. It's about navigating new paradigm perspectives and showing up to the table with our most authentic self because that's what energy does. It illuminates what's underneath the surface for us individually and collectively. And when we bring light to what's there, we're starting to work with energy in a more intentional way. This podcast was originally recorded for the Old Earth, New Earth series, which is all about the paradigm shift that we're currently in, understanding the underlying energetics around it, and creating a deeper sense of alignment with your own vision, purpose, and mission. This playlist can be found on my YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and search Vanessa Smith Energy Guidance, you should be able to find my channel, click on that playlist and see over 30, maybe even over 40 videos at this point on new paradigm perspectives on this paradigm shift. This one is specifically about the healing journey and what it takes to change, what the stages of the healing journey actually are, how to best work with that, and what are some of the supportive resources that you can use and tap into to really create a substantial, tangible shift in your life when it comes to your healing. So I didn't wanna just leave this up on YouTube for the audience over there, but also share it with you here on Check the Energy. Do hope you enjoy and go check out that YouTube channel. Hey, it's Vanessa and welcome back to the Old Earth, New Earth series. This is a new video on your healing journey. Now I've talked about this a little bit before recently, actually in a money, uh, a part two about money and your healing journey. This one is going to go into um, a little bit of a different context and just talk about healing as a concept, what that journey looks like, or in general, and some healing resources that you can use to support yourself in your own healing journey. Now, I do want to say the vein in which I'm coming to this is really about, can you change? And we logically know that we can change. Like we have this idea, like, yes, of course I can change. And maybe even, yes, of course I can heal. But the question is, do we actually do that? Do we actually make that commitment to ourselves where we show up differently? We think differently. We uh, work with our emotions and use them as alchemy. We intentionally work to understand the underlying energetic going on and intentionally like shift it right? There's all of these different ways that we can support our growth, our transformation and our healing, but do we do them? And so I wanted to just open up that conversation and have a larger context for supporting you in your healing journey, not just as a concept, but as an actuality. So I'm going to be providing some specific examples uh, later in this video of some resources that you can use to support your healing journey. So stay tuned in to listen to that. And as mentioned, this is part of the Old Earth, New Earth series, which is essentially about the paradigm shift that we are currently in. We are shifting from an old paradigm to a new paradigm, a different model that we exist within and relate to life with. And looking at that underlying energy 
um, the underlying energetics actually of what is behind this paradigm shift and how to best work with it. And the goal or the intention behind that is so you can create a deeper sense of alignment with your vision, your purpose, your mission, because you have a specific role to play in this paradigm shift. And part of my role is to help activate yours. It's to um, broaden your perspective and and you know, kind of give you that that oomph that you've been wanting or waiting for to start to step more fully into who it is you're here to be and what it is you're here to do. So if you're new or not, welcome or welcome back. I'm really glad you're here. Please do like, comment, subscribe, click to get notifications, share this with your friends, all the good social media stuff. So this gets out to more people. Really do appreciate that. Um, definitely check the description box below. It has many different links, resources that can support you, not just on your healing journey, but also with the expression and embodiment and the forward motion with your purpose, as that is also what I help people with. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the details of what I'd like to talk with you about. So your healing journey, <sighs> you know, it's funny when we think about healing, we often think about this optimized <clears throat> expression of ourselves, like who we are at our best, who we are at the, you know, the end goal. And I think it's really powerful to have a vision of, of what that could look like for you. That being said, as soon as you put the word journey next to healing, it brings this whole other connotation. It brings this element of uh, a continual story that's unfolding and adventure, uh, you know, an experience that is continuing to evolve over time. It's very dynamic, right? It's not just about you get to this angle and tra-la-la, now you're perfect. It's really more about the process itself. And that's to me, one of, you know, where the power lies and where the joy also can lie, also where the challenges lie with being human. It's about the process. It's about the experience of it. And it's so interesting because I find that we live in a very, especially in the field that I'm in, uh, which is, you know, transformational coaching and uh, spiritual support and, and um you know, energy guidance and, and whatnot, like that whole kind of personal development field, there's an obsession with manifestation, like to instantly manifest. And all that's certainly exciting. And I think, you know, what people are really after is wanting to develop their, their innate abilities to navigate the world energetically and to tap their intuition. And I think that is is absolutely a worthy conversation to have. Um, but when you pair that with the obsession for material goods, you're kind of missing the point. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is fun, of course, to experience um, what the physical world can offer us, but it, it isn't necessarily the end goal. It's It's part of it, but it's not the whole thing. And I think that that can sometimes be lost when we talk about um, manifestation. It's more about the things you're getting versus like the skills that you're attaining. And it, 
it's the same thing with healing. When we talk about healing, we're often talking about like the end goal that we want to experience versus the journey itself. Like uh, I, I know for myself and, you know, just people in my world, like sometimes we feel like shaking our fists at the journey because it's challenging and it stretches us and it's uncomfortable. And yet when we're on the other side of it or have moved past a certain you know, point where we are releasing something that had been holding us back or, you know, had us feeling like stuck or just out of balance in some way, it really does feel like a victory, doesn't it? I mean, and that is the, it is an incredible feeling to be like, wow, I just made it through this, this pocket and here I am and I feel like a different person. And so that's part of why I, I, I value the process. I value the middle place I value the bridge is um, is the feeling that you get on the other side and who you become as you go through the journey itself as uncomfortable as it might sometimes be and so that makes me um, really feel more connected with the the root of the word heal which is actually about wholeness it's about becoming whole. And from an energy perspective, uh, energy and a spiritual perspective, we are always already whole. Like we are whole beings. Yet from a physical, mental, and emotional perspective, we often feel fragmented or, um, well, fragmented, not physically, I, I would say, but like, mm, like we're not operating at our best or it's not the greatest expression of us. Like we hold these bar, this bar of expectation or assumption around what that might look like for us and always feeling like we never quite hit that bar. And then, you know, kind of doing this cycle of holding something too high and then being really hard on ourselves when we don't reach it, which ends up making us feel worse in the process. And so it's the way that we're doing the healing journey and the perspectives that we hold around that process that can either really limit us or liberate us. And so I wanted this video to be in support of our liberation and uh, and riding the wave of the process. I was going to say enjoying the journey, but the truth is sometimes we just don't right? Like it's, it's good to admit that sometimes we actually are not enjoying this journey. And I think to release the pressure off yourself that it's important to um, enjoy each step of the way is like, let's be real. That's, that's can't be very challenging to do. And it's okay to have a hard time. It's okay to have the challenges be part of it. Um, I had this conversation actually the other day with my husband and I was sharing with it, him because it's my energy understanding, you know, that we, we write our paths um, from a soul perspective before we enter into our, our human experience. And I said, why did I write this? Like, this is not fun. This, yeah, I was, I was in a pocket and uh, he said, you know, not everybody writes this to writes their story to be like fun all the time. And I just thought, oh my gosh, we've really been trained and programmed to like be attached or addicted to the fun parts 
of life, the joy, enjoy it, make the most of it, have fun with it. And it's just like, really be wherever you are with it. I know the greatest like healers and teachers and friends and have been the ones that have said to me, like, it's sometimes hard and you can fall apart. It's okay, right? To give us that permission to actually have a hard time is so much of, you know, as an essential part of the healing journey. And, and, you know, back to my husband, he said, you know, some people wrote, write their path for service like you. And so there are challenges because it's in service to a larger, a, a larger purpose. And, and I always think of that when I go through like a challenging part of, of my healing journey is I think, right, I'm going to use this to share it with other people. And so that moment served as a kind of inspiration um, in part to put this video together to just start to widen the container of like <laughs> that it's okay to have a hard time and it's okay to you know go through different phases in your healing journey and to just begin to see what's happening in your life as a healing journey to begin with and because oftentimes we just we refer to whatever is going on that's hard for us as feeling stuck or you know, maybe we're not feeling capable or confident. It's like we put a spin on wherever we're at. And if we can just broaden the conversation a little bit to simply say, I'm 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 in a healing process right now, or I'm on the healing journey at this moment where it feels really hard for me. And I think to be able to talk about that where we're not um, necessarily emotionally dumping our wounds. I, I find like there are there's a scene online where we trauma bond with each other um, and go into the details of the wounds. And I, I don't think that's necessarily necessary, but when we give ourselves permission to simply say, it's okay to have a hard time or I am having a hard time right now. Um, that that level of permission actually creates a really beautiful container to not overshare. It's like you've shared what you needed to share. So now you actually don't need to dump all your details with whoever because you've just admitted what you're actually trying to say. Sometimes when we share the details of our healing journey, it's simply because we were trying to get at the actual bottom line truth, which is I'm having a hard time right now. And having somebody witness that is, is simply a way to not, I want to say succumb to the details of the story um, and allow the details of your story to pass. So um, when I take all of these pieces and I put them in the, this larger context of what healing is actually about, like about wholeness and about the, you know, awareness perspective and understanding that we are whole beings from an energetic and spiritual perspective and that our humans are simply having a hard time in the moment or our humans are going through our, the human expression of us is going through a challenging moment physically or emotionally or mentally like what what that's doing is it's creating new language for you to relate to your experience from instead of feeling completely you know 
in it and like you don't have the power to necessarily change it, this then uh, the awareness and the language then creates not just a, um, a supportive container for whatever you're going through, but it also gives you a nice energetic separation. So you're not merged with the suffering and the suffering piece of whatever our stories are, are about at the moment is um, can often act as an anchor, like it like anchors you into whatever it whatever is the challenge piece because you just keep recapitulating the story the details over and over again um and so instead creating that container of like oh physically this is happening for me emotionally this is what's going on for me um but from an energy perspective i know that i am whole i know that i have my own back i know that this will pass right it's like it's like you are the person that is the experiencer and at the same time you are the the witness and the container for the experience itself and that's a new kind of energy it's a new paradigm approach which is why i wanted to put it under the old earth new earth series um because it's a different way to be responsible with your energy and with your perspective and the way that you handle your life and how you change in your healing experiences. And, you know, the old model, the old paradigm approach really says, if you're not, you know, happy all the time, or you feel bad in any kind of way, like go to the doctor, get a diagnosis, um, you know, get, get a pill or, you know, get a pill, get a diagnosis, like band-aid the symptom basically. And so you're deferring your authority to someone outside to kind of tune in to what's actually going on with you. And it's not that we don't need like trained, gifted, skilled facilitators that can help us navigate our healing journey, but we just want to pay attention to the dynamic that we're operating within when we choose whatever it is that's going to support us through whatever we're going through. And um, there was more of a, you know, kind of a blind obedience or a automatic compliance with that old model, whereas the new model says, yes, seek help if you need help, but also know that no diagnosis can actually ever wrap around the fullness of what you're actually going through. And the more that you can empower yourself to look at your healing journey from a uh, uh, multiple perspectives, you know, not just physical, not just mental, you know, but start to understand it from the energetic and the spiritual perspective, um, you will empower yourself and move through the process of whatever is happening from a completely different perspective. And part of what's going on with the paradigm shift is we are, part of it is a consciousness shift, right? It's how we perceive reality and how we perceive our role in reality. And so that's happening for everybody. It's a, it's a collective uh, change that we are going through. And in that change, that old model is not going to feel quite right. Your system will automatically register like that's not right. 
what else is right? And so I'm giving you, you know, a, an expanded perspective to understand how you could approach whatever is going on with your system, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional, that there's a broader way to work with those energies and to also support yourself in the process and to even work with uh, whoever you choose to have on your, you know, healthcare support team, but from a more empowered perspective versus a blind obedience and compliance perspective, because yeah, that, that's just not um, a holistic approach and it's not really resonant with how our consciousness or our energy is evolving um, collectively. And so um, let's talk, I want to talk just a little bit about the healing journey itself and, and what that looks like. So I kind of see it in four different stages. The first stage is uh, you're in the wound, whatever the wound is. Um, the, you know, you can see the wound as an, an imbalance. That could be an acute expression or a chronic expression. Um, you're in like a PTSD type of mode on a more ongoing kind of way where you're operating from a kind of a dysregulated uh, nervous system, you know, doing the, the response to life through the lens of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, um, you know, and so you're just, you're, you're orienting to whatever's going on in your world from that wounded or imbalanced perspective. And that can happen unconsciously. Like you could be totally unaware that that's how you're operating in life. Um, and that's how you're holding your energy and behaving and speaking and showing up in the world. Or you could be very conscious of it. Like, Every, you could be aware and people may even be telling you that like, oh my gosh, same old story again, or you're still there, or you're really operating. It's like, you know, you're operating from the wound. And so that's kind of like the first stage of the healing journey. And I think like just that little pivot in awareness of like, oh, wow, I actually do do that. And it seems to show up more in this area, right? The more that you question, the more that you reflect and you think about how you're, how you are doing you, how you are doing life, the more, the more empowered you feel because you start to understand that the way you orient to reality is a choice. And while you may not always feel like it is, the more that you can understand the psychology behind and the energy energy psychology really behind what's driving you to behave in certain ways, the more you liberate yourself. And so that is, you know, kind of the first main stage of the healing journey. And again, I talked about it in, um, I think it was a part two money in the healing journey. Pretty sure that's what it was called. I'll put a link to it in the description box below where I talked about the healing journey, but more in the context of money, because, um, a lot of wounding can show up in the in the money department of our lives. And I would say, especially in, um, you know, if if you're feeling particularly triggered by the larger mainstream narrative, if you pay attention to that kind of stuff and, you know, there it's which is basically based on evoking fear responses in humanity. Um then you, you know, you may be thinking of words like recession or economic downturn or seeing changes with your money or 
challenges with your work. And uh, those are real. And they're certainly real if they're happening for you and they're valid. Um, but the way that you choose to respond to them can sometimes come from a wounded place, which only adds fuel to the fire, right? And so I wanted to give you some alchemy tools, some empowerment tools to really start to work with your healing journey in a more intentional way, whether it's related to your the health, your overall health or your money or your relationships or whatever, because the healing journey shows up in all domains of your life, right? It's just, it's how we're being in the world. So the second stage is um, of the healing journey is, is around hiding. So uh, usually in the hiding stage of the healing journey, it's kind of like we have the sense that we're in a process. Like we're not completely, we're not where we want to be, but we're, and we know that we're, you know, we're still kind of stuck, but we're not completely out of stuckness. It's kind of like, you know, you're in a process, you know, you're not, you're not where you envision yourself to be, but you're also not completely, you know, inundated with being stuck or in the wound or whatnot. You're sort of in that middle ground. And, um, I, I saw a video earlier today, actually, that was somebody who was talking about how, like, we always have these cheerleaders for us when we're in the beginning phases of something. They're like, yeah, you can do it. You can go. And then we have cheerleaders at the end stage of us that are like, yeah, good job. You did it. But it's that middle ground that we, we really need some support from ourselves and just from other people of, like, in that bridge time, in that middle time. And if we don't feel um, like we have that or like we're ready to be seen or like we're allow ourselves to be supported, we kind of hide out. We hide our voices. We don't speak up as much. Maybe we're not as active on social media. Um, I mean, that's not necessarily a, a pre, you know, a determiner necessarily because the social media isn't an interest for all the people just because it's available for us. But I will say, if you have previously liked social media and you want to continue and feel drawn to continue being on social media, then and you find yourself withdrawing from it because you're kind of in the middle of your, you know, whatever's going your your process, your healing journey, that hiding is, um, you know, it's a way that you're trying to keep yourself safe and, and grounded through that process. And so it's not that the hiding is wrong. It's just that you want to be aware of it and be tuning into what do you need for support? Like if you're not necessarily ready to be out in the world or sharing your voice or connecting with people, that's okay. But what do you need to continue to foster your process so you can grow and then be more of a full conscious active participant in life and um again not saying that you have to be on social media to be a full participant but if that is something that lights you up and you're intentionally withdrawing from it that's you in your healing journey being in hiding and so you want to make extra special attention um, go towards what can be supportive of you getting really clear on what it is that you you really need in this moment and in this stage of the healing journey. And you might find that as you provide that for yourself, connect with the people that you need to connect with or the type of 
um, you know, support that you might need, you might find yourself sort of naturally coming out of hiding because the hiding is actually not feeling like safe to be supported, safe or secure uh, around, uh, around trusting you can show up in the world. Um, and as you begin to provide that for yourself, you'll naturally emerge if that is something that you innately desire to do is, is to, you know, participate in life because that's kind of a game, <laughs> right? It's like the game to participate in, 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 in what's going on down here. And then the third stage, uh, which goes really nicely, it's like the wound, then we're kind of moving out of the wound, but we're like in hiding a bit. And because uh, we're in that middle ground, you know, we're like trying to find that stable middle ground for ourselves. And then we move into this uh, space of purpose where it's like, I want to contribute. I feel like I have a purpose, whether you know what that is or not. Like there's a desire to be connected to the whole. There's a desire to make a contribution. There's, you know, just a desire to live life in a way that's more fulfilling for you. Um, you know, uh, like there's a sense of, of purpose. It's not just on rote. It's not just, you know, um, yeah, just mechanical or disengaged or, you know, it's like you want to be um, present and engaged with life in a new kind of way. And so that that purpose is the third stage of healing and um, of the healing journey where it's you're really into the more. What is my more? What is it that that I can do that will really fuel me and feed me? And it's not that I have to have the ultimate answer, but I, I, I'm ready for something. And so choosing to articulate that for yourself is, is very much a part of that, the alchemy journey, the healing journey. And so it's, it's important to acknowledge like, where are you in that? And are you providing the support that you need for yourself to really step into that energy? And then the very last stage of the healing journey, um, I often called it like the leadership stage, but really it, it, for me, it's actually about embodiment. I mean, in the context of the those that I work with, which are, um, you know, the, they're the transformational focused healers, teachers, and messengers that know that their work is in support of the paradigm shift. Like that's what their purpose is all about. It's about this uh, paradigm shift. And that does require them to be more actively in a leadership type of role. And so I, I, by default, because of the nature of who I work with as clients, they, um, you know, it is about embodying the leadership, but for more of a general, general uh, public or, you know, those that at least are in my soul crew, I would say that the fourth stage of the healing journey is about embodiment and being grounded and feeling, um, not just safe and secure on that very sort of baseline primal level, but feeling really rooted in your values, your standards, your um, character, you know, and just being willing to show up as more of the truth of who you are. And to me, that that is leadership. That is leadership. And so there is a sense of like your purpose for sure, 
in that fourth stage, but it's really more about your presence. It's less of a focus of, I need to express a specific purpose and more like, I just want to be present and engaged with life. And that is really, it's the ultimate trust. It's the ultimate safety to, to be able to show up to any situation, not just a purpose-focused one, but any situation, any relationship dynamic, and still maintain that sense of rootedness and embodiment. And, you know, it's a different way to engage with other people, engage with yourself than to come from a wounded or an imbalanced place or the place where you're in hiding or the place where you're always on, always focused on your purpose, right? It's just a different kind of energy. And so that's how I hold the the healing journey. And we can, excuse me, we can certainly be in different stages at different, um, you know, points along that path. We can be in like multiple stages at the same time and circle back. I mean, what, what do they say? Knock down, get knocked down um, seven times, get up eight kind of a thing, like, you, there's just we just it's a dynamic dance we just keep keep on trucking as best as we can so um beyond you know the ideology that like to heal is a dynamic process to heal is to be whole or to recognize your wholeness from an energetic and spiritual perspective and then to intentionally work with the physical mental and emotional realm um, energetically and spiritually as a way to restore and really feel like the embodiment of that wholeness on your day-to-day -day world, to be mindful of these different um, stages of the healers, of the healing journey. Uh, those were all important pieces that I wanted to, to convey to you today, but I also just want to briefly give a nod to some resources that can support you on your healing journey. I feel like I'm going to have a continually growing list of this. So um, I would say keep checking back in the description box because I am very likely not going to mention all the things in this video, but I think perhaps I will compile a list of sorts that I will keep adding to and I'll, I'll put a link to that in the description box below. Um, perhaps not right when this video goes up, but, but soon thereafter, because that sounds like a, a good project to do. Um, so for healing resources, what can support you on your healing journey? Number one is what I'm going to put is um, educating yourself about your nervous system. So your nervous system holds the energetic imprint of how your, how you respond to life. So if you feel, uh, you know, it's funny because oftentimes when we think about trauma and whatever we go through, um, we always think, oh, it's a big, it's the big T trauma, right? It's the big thing that happened to us. And so for some people that are like, I didn't have anything big happen to me, but my nervous system is very dysregulated for reasons I don't know. And so there's a variety of different reasons why your nervous system can be dysregulated. And when it's dysregulated, you will feel a sense of not grounded, can't breathe as fully, um, you know, maybe not as clear mentally, maybe emotionally a little bit all over the place. You may be having the 
the four main PTSD expressions of freeze, where, you know, I mean, that's a self-explanatory, you're frozen, um, fight, again, self-explanatory, um, freeze, flight, oh, fight, uh, yeah, so freeze, fight, light, which is like, get me the heck out of here, um, and then fawn, which is basically the people pleaser one, this is, this is the, you know, that codependent dynamic where you're always like trying not to rock the boat. That's actually a trauma response um, and, or a, a dysregulated nervous system response. And so it can show up in a number of different ways when your nervous system has been compromised and simply trauma or no trauma, if you are operating outside of your own natural rhythm, outside of your own circadian rhythm and, um, you know, like you're existing in modern, can we call it that culture or an old paradigm model where you're working inside most of the time, you're under artificial lights, um, maybe you're doing unfulfilling work, like really any kind of stress that is coming from a more of a negative or unfulfilling circumstance can cause dysregulation in your nervous system. And so learning about your nervous system and how to help regulate it is one of like the best things that you can do for your healing journey, no matter what stage of the game um, you're at with that. So that's number one. And there's some really fabulous accounts on Instagram. Um, oh gosh, I should, I'm going to make, check the, check the box below. Um, for the link to my healing resources, because I, I really would love uh, to compile a bunch of different ones that I've gotten so much out of around healing your nervous system or regulating your nervous system. That's one piece. The second piece I want to add to the resources list is developing your personal apothecary. So that can look like different things you know, for different people, my crew is the energetically sensitive one. So I highly, highly cannot recommend enough, like having energy medicine in your apothecary. Um, and, uh, that could be, uh, flower essences, homeopathy, essential oils, crystals, or gemstones. I prefer gemstones over crystals. Um, they're similar, but different frequency dynamics associated with them. Um, you know, there's uh, tuning forks, there's, there's all sorts of things that you can do. And uh, so much of it can also be like free. You don't necessarily have to, um, have your apothecary be all things that you buy, but those are, those are ones that I find particularly helpful to have in my apothecary. I mean, like, seriously, I can't even express how helpful, yeah, homeopathy, flower essences, the gemstones have been for me, like beyond, um, so building your apothecary would be a really helpful thing to do to support your healing journey. And then the last piece that I want to add in there is also, um, you know, it kind of falls under both the nervous system regulation and your, um, apothecary, which is, which is about syncing, um, syncing your natural rhythm, your circadian rhythm to, nature to, you know, waking up with the sunrise, you know, un unplugging when the sun sets, you know, just going with a more natural rhythm. 
because that there's been so many studies done with um, uh, light and how it affects our 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 brain and our body and um, you know our mental well-being, our emotional well-being, and so learning how to get back in your own natural rhythm and really being more intentionally out in nature, being barefoot outside in the morning, um, you know, getting on a, like earthing, being in a forest or getting your feet even, I mean, sometimes just touch a plant, like go put your hand on a tree, like that act, that it sounds um, like what would good would that do? But it's actually been not that I really need science to validate my own lived real experience but for those of you that are like into the getting validation that way from the scientific community there's all sorts of studies that are done on um you know how being in nature improves our health on multiple levels it's not just a concept that it does it it, it quite literally does because we are nature. And so the more we are with natural elements and working with the elements of air and fire and water and earth, the more synced we will be to our own natural rhythm. The more we are that, the more that our healing journey is supported and we can, you know, express more of the fullness and the truth of who we are rather than perpetually putting us into like fake environments with fake food and fake relationships. And, you know, it's like that, that's just going to fragment you even more. And the way that energy is evolving, it's like your, your being, your soul is not going to stand for that anymore. So if you've been putting off, um, making a shift in your life or making any of the changes that you actually desire, that's going to get louder for you. So um, while these are all tools for to help support you, like in your journey and your transformational process, like highly recommend sooner you can get on the like the, the train of change in a way that you can live your life that's going to be supportive for you. Um, the better things will go, period. Um, yeah, because things are changing in, in some very specific ways on multiple levels and the way that we are evolving energetically and consciousness wise is going to require you to live nothing less than your truth and uh, might as well start now because it's just going to get louder if you put it off um so just to sum up the resources section is learn your nervous system learn the language of it learn how to work with it develop your apothecary, especially the energy medicine, because we're all becoming more sensitive to and aware of energy. Um, so develop that energy medicine apothecary. And then the third one was start to work with the natural rhythms, start to work with nature because you are nature. And then the last piece I just want to add in there is start working with your hands because your hands are healers. Um, and they are, uh, yeah, they're healers. So they're designed to support you on your healing journey. That's incredible, right? I mean, your whole body is such an intelligently designed vehicle that you get to exist within. You're meant to use it. You're meant to know that and remember it and use it. So um, with that being said, I'm going to end this video here. 
Thank you so much for watching. Please do like, comment, subscribe, click to get notifications, all that good social media stuff. Definitely share it with your friends so it gets out to more people. And I will be back soon with another video. Probably the next one coming out uh, is, is uh, the energy read for the upcoming month. So tune in and I will talk with you again soon. Let me find